to this, our third episode of Memory Unlocked, uh, the show that gives us some space to talk about the suddenly rediscovered people, places, or things that have been stuffed in the corners of our minds for ages. I am one of your designated podcasters for this episode, Mr. Mark Boucher, and of course with me, the other designated podcaster, my lovely wife, Kristen. What up, everybody? Hello. Hi. You're back. You're I am. I am back. I was. I was sick. Like it wasn't like anything serious, but it was just a cold that just for some reason absolutely kicked my butt. Um, luckily, I didn't have a fever or anything, but it was just a really bad cold that was. I was out for like a week. Down I started. For yeah. The count. Yeah. I was. I was definitely down for the count. Would have sounded like a, a gentleman. <laughs> Um, definitely you gotta turn in your paperwork. Wazowski. Or Wazowski, whatever. Wazowski, yeah, Wazowski. Um, but yeah, yeah, so definitely, uh, definitely glad to be able to talk at my normal register and <laughs> walk without being tired. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's usually helpful. But uh, yeah, MU crew, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for listening uh, to the show. Yes. Um, we are glad you're here. We apologize for uh, being out a week, but of course, uh, wanted to give Kristen some time to recuperate and, normal, and heal yeah. up from being sick. Yeah, from being zombified. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, we are we are back. Um, how, uh, since you've been better, how yeah. has your week been? Um, it's been pretty good. I'm on, I have two weeks left of my class. Woo-hoo! So that is, <laughs> yeah. Yay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, My first class of graduate school, it's still nerve-wracking, still surreal, but doing well so far. Um, Got a couple projects planned for sewing, so I'm working on that and crocheting and stuff like that. Um, I was able to actually get back out to hiking a couple times, so like uh, we have trails back at the mountains that we live near. Sorry, I was able to get back to my happy place. Um, so that was really that was really nice. I missed it a whole lot. Yeah. Um, and the fact that I didn't do any exercise for like two weeks, but definitely <laughs> didn't help. Um, but definitely able to to get back out. So that was really fun and explore a little bit. So definitely back to normal, which is nice. Nice. Good. Good. Yeah. I mean, things have been somewhat normal around here for me, other than mm-hmm. I am very much in the process of uh, trying to plan things, get things ready for recording my very first album. Um, if, if you're not familiar, I, I don't know if I, <laughs> I think I may have shared in the first episode, but I am I'm very much a songwriter and I'm very much into crafting songs specifically for the local church, so corporate worship type songs. And uh, so over the past couple of few months, something like that, I've, I've um, you know, crafted some songs that i i really want to go ahead and push forward uh with um recording them so i've gone ahead and sought out a professional recording studio private studio in the area um and uh, we've we've set up our first uh recording session date of october 28th so i am super excited for that um i've pretty much got most of my band together that's going to be recording on the album um, including my brother-in-law and my sister's boyfriend and uh, sister, one of our yeah your sister like, right. okay yeah yeah they're <laughs> not married yet oh okay yeah um but <laughs> but hopefully that's in the future it seems like it it's pretty serious but um and another uh, uh, a, a guy that used to be at our church used to be part of our praise team a good good brother in Christ a good friend 
of of ours uh, is going to be jumping back, jumping in to play keys. Uh, so I'm very excited for that, and uh, got the chord charts and audio demo tracks all together and everything, uh, so I can send it out to uh, all all the uh, the band and instrumentalists and everything, so we can get prepped. Um, so we're we're moving along. Um, also, I'm going to take this opportunity real quick to Do mention it. that I have a GoFundMe <coughs> campaign going on. Um, I am trying to uh, you know generate support. Uh, in order to go about recording this album, you know, un- unfortunately, a lot of people don't don't do it for free. Uh, it does cost a, a hefty bit of money <laughs> in terms of like it's not expensive equipment, or anything. No. no, and he and he's got like it's it's a legit recording studio. He's got a full soundboard with Pro Tools, which is like the premier recording uh, um, recording mm-hmm. software, and he's got separate you know vocal booths and and an instrumental booth there. It's mm. like it's a legit recording studio. So. Um, but yeah, uh, any any support, any financial support, um, you can look at our our socials. I may go ahead and put it in the show notes just just in case. Do it. Uh, but obviously, if you're not able to, uh, you know, give support, you know, that's absolutely not a problem. Biggest thing you can do. Um, we are both Kristen and I are Christians, and we are not ashamed to be so. And uh, so we we definitely uh, you know encourage prayer over this process, yeah. um, and uh, I will. Uh, well wishes I'll... are good too. What's that? So well wishes. Are yes, good well too. wishes wish, wish, wishes help if well you are not the praying type, but <laughs> you know if you are, we definitely appreciate it. Definitely. Um, but uh, I'm gonna go ahead and put the the GoFundMe link in the show notes, um, and you can check out you know our socials and you can find it there. Um, if if you're able to support, thank you so much in advance. If not. No worries, no big deal. Um, but yeah, so I am I am head deep in that, trying to prepare <laughs> and and get everything ready for that. Um, but that's that's been pretty much the the highlight of of my my week, my couple weeks. Um, I know we went to a, a sunflower festival uh, yeah, a couple we weeks did. ago. So so if you didn't know, my wife is a huge sunflower person. Yep. And so we we as a family, it was her and uh, Kristen's family went for uh, a trip to this sunflower festival. Um, big, big field of sunflowers that huge. they that they harvest for like sunflower seeds and stuff like that. But they have a huge festival with vendors and and craft people and all this kind of stuff. So um, petting zoo and all that. Yeah, so it was good. Had like all like all sorts of shops where you can just spend all your money, or you can just look at the sunflowers. Yep. <laughs> That's the only look <laughs> at the flowers. You have. <laughs> oh no. Inside joke. <laughs> well, not walk- really. Walking Dead. If you're a Walking Dead fan, you know the exactly OG, what that the is. OG Walking Dead fans. You yeah. know what that means. But uh, but yeah, that's been that's been pretty much our time here. Is just you know life as usual and getting prepped yeah. for for all that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. onward, MU crew, to our topic of discussion for this episode, which is actually Kristen's very first unlocked memory of yes. our show. Um, so Kristen, yeah. uh, I, I, I asked you, you mm-hmm. know, what was the, the impetus of this, of this unlocked memory? What, what was it that made you think of it? You know, where were you, if you could remember yeah. anything at all of, of this memory coming to mind of this particular topic? So we were on a plane, uh, to Texas, the end of July, I think maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. End of July. It's a great time to go to Texas. Um, 
<clears throat> freaking hot. Just don't don't do it. Don't if you can hot. If you can avoid it. <laughs> or if you really love 105 degree weather that's humid, go for it. Yeah. Um, but we were on a plane and in the, all of a sudden I just had this little image in my head of this little dog running down the street and I can just see his tail just like flapping, just like, just, just wagging. And I'm like, what? I, I don't remember what this is from. I think it's a TV show from when I was super, super young. Cause that's all I remember from it. Um, and so both of us did research. We did, um, because he, I, I don't know if you would immediately remember the name of the show, but we did, we did research about kid shows with dog. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I think we were both. I was a kid in the '90s, um, so we came across this TV show that I actually I remembered. Um, that's what it was from, and the name of it was Wishbone. Um, Wishbone on PBS, which is. Arguably the the superior kids TV show network in the nineties because you had so many. But Wishbone was the one that I was thinking of. This little little puppy is with tail wagon as he's running down the street. <laughs> it's my memory. Yeah, I I remember Wishbone. Um, you know, usually PBS was towards the bottom of the of the list of things for me to watch when I was a kid. Oh yeah. Uh, there wasn't really Power Rangers wasn't on that one. No, no, Power, no. Power Rangers, Batman the Animated <laughs> Series, those were all on Fox. Yeah, um, or Cartoon Network for me. Yeah, um, you know, all the, where it was at for me was Fox Kids or Kids WB um, was mainly oh, those yeah. things. And if nothing else was on, then you might flip over to PBS or, and Arthur might be on or um, Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego. Mine was... Um uh, Dragon Tales. Dragon Tales. I wasn't allowed Dragon to watch Tales. it, but I did anyway. Shh, don't tell my dad. Don't tell my dad, guys. Um, but yeah, that's twenty five <clears> years later. Or between yeah. the <laughs> between the lions, that was yeah. one that I watched. And Bob Ross, I liked painting from the get go. Nice. And he helped me fall asleep. Okay. So. But yeah, Wishbone was was on quite a bit. Usually on in the afternoons after you know after yeah. school things like that. Um, and it just, if nothing else was on, I was like, okay, I guess, I guess I'll watch the show about the dog for a little bit. The dog show, the dog TV show. Yep. What's the story, Wishbone? What's this you're dreaming of? Such big imagination. So this Wishbone, it, it came out in 1995 to 1997, which I was between the ages of four and six so yeah. this this brought up a deep memory like way back there um we dug in deep this week yeah yeah okay um there were only two seasons of this obviously because there were three years three years um 50 episodes in one movie in 1998 i do not remember seeing the movie i do remember seeing the episodes yeah i don't um, think i ever saw the it was a tv it was strictly tv movie yeah um so it was in 1998 um and the main premise of the show was there was this little dog. Obviously, he had his little family, um, but he really liked books. So every episode was centered around a particular book, uh, like, a, like you know, think Oliver Twist, H.G. Wells, um, things like that. And um, the dog would be the main character of the show that the book is about. Um, so, for instance, I rewatched one of the episodes and it was Oliver Twist. And the dog was playing as Oliver Twist. Um, and then his real life um, was kind of mirroring that um, that book, the story in that book. Yeah. Um, 
So every episode was kind of like that. He would pick a book and he would be able to um, tell the story with that. So I completely forgot because I went ahead and watched it and watched a couple of episodes of yeah. the show. Yeah. I completely forgot that there was anything to do with any sort of a family or anything like that. <laughs> really? Like, I don't remember that at all. But w- un- until I watched an episode, I'm like, yeah. oh, my gosh, yeah. I forgot he about his that, <laughs> the kid owner with the mom. I don't think yeah. you ever saw the dad. I think, no, it was I think just... he passed away. OK. Yeah. Um, but ironically, she's a librarian. The mom is a librarian. And that's why the dog likes books. I know. That's why the dog, that's why they have so many books. But the very first episode was hers. I'm like, hey, hey, that sounds familiar. I want to be that. I want to be that. Um, but yeah, that's what the main premise of the show is about. Um, I, I, news about me. I love reading. Obviously, I want to be a librarian, but I've always loved reading. Um, so that's, I think that's one of the reasons why I loved this show as a kid. Um, because even as a little kid, because I always loved reading. Um, but about the show itself, um, the main dog that played Wishbone, uh, his name is Soccer, which is kind of an odd name for a dog, but that's fine. Um, voiced by Larry Brantley. Um, he was a Jack Russell Terrier. Um, Soccer was not, not Larry Brantley. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) No, 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 no. Larry was, Larry Brantley was a, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Larry Brantley is a voice actor. My bad. Who's done not, he's mainly known for Wishbone, but he, he's also done a bunch of different, like additional voices for like different animes, like Attack on Titan and, and all sorts of other ones. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah, that one's. That was this. No, it's an acquired taste. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really popular, and I'm happy y'all like it, but that's not my forte. <laughs> um, but yeah, voiced by um, the supposed human being Larry Brantley. Go right thinking, Joe. See, eighty-eight snaps divided by seven. Let's let's see. That's twelve snaps a day. At twelve snaps a day. Wow! And four to spare for Ellen, and I mean it. Just four, Ellen. Just four. Um, and the dog soccer. Um, he did some commercials for Nike and dog food, um, like dog brand, dog food brands. I think it's like Mighty but his Dog best, or something yeah. like that. Mighty Dog Dog Food, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know because it says dog twice for some reason. Um, <laughs> dog, dog. But, <laughs> be- <laughs> but the dog is best known for being Wishbone. Um, the, her, his trainer um, was Jackie Captain. I'm, I assume I'm saying that right. I'm sorry, madam, if I'm not. Uh, in Plano, Texas where some of the show was shot as well. Um, his most popular trick was a backflip. He could do a full backflip, which is... Sweet. I know, which is crazy. It always gets you ahead. Is, can you do a backflip? Yeah. You remember that for a job interview, folks. You know, right. <laughs> they ask you, what What are your credentials? What What's What's your job history? Just do a backflip. <laughs> I can do a backflip. Yeah. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's relevant to my job or not. Yep. Um, <clears throat> the show... Now, this was interesting because I... Cause I do like to know, like, where shows, like, where they come from, like, in the mind of a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and a show like this, like, you could do a lot with it. Like, you could you could do more. I wish there were more than 50 episodes, but that's beside the point. Um, the show idea uh, was from Rick Duffield. Um, Duffield, I think it is. Um, who wanted to make a kid's show, but from a dog's perspective. Nailed in it. In the 90s, I think there were so many movies like that. Yeah. Like what was the the was it Airbud? Airbud, you had the the one show with the dog and the cat. Um, it was a, a Disney movie. Oh man, what was Are it? You talking about Homeward Bound? Yes, that one. 
Two dogs and a cat. Two dogs and a cat. Okay. I, well, I was Shadow, young. Chance, and, sh- and Sassy. Wow. Such a good memory. <laughs> but there were, a lot of, there were a lot of things like that. You had, uh, Even like animals like Stuart Little. You had um, Dr. Doolittle was... Uh, so all the animals, they all wanted things from animals' perspective, apparently, in the 90s. Believe it or not, Homeward Bound was actually one of the first movies I ever saw in a movie theater. And the reason I, I remember that movie so much and the names from that movie is because michael j fox who's one of my favorite one of actors your favorite actors yeah that's right he he's, is he's the voice of chance yes my first movie in theaters was lion king no <laughs> <laughs> i can't i don't want to butcher whatever they're saying yeah, we've already done it <laughs> we're, we're boucher's butchering it, so. <laughs> we're good at that yeah um in jest only in jest we're not butchering no um but the back to wishbone um the rick um he went through he auditioned 100 to 150 dogs and soccer got the part um he then created a seven minute pilot and presented it to a lot of different places um and obviously presented it to pbs which is the one that got it um the like i said the main goal was to get kids interested in books um that was his main goal um now one of the cool um portions one of the cool portions of that show was the very end where for instance um i the the episodes that i watched just to get just to familiarize myself with it um was oliver twist which is set in london some of it is and they did a 3d rendering to the best of their ability of london uh and at the very end of the show they had how they did it, how they rendered London um, in that show. Um, so they used part of the lot that they shot everything on and just kind of panned over this wall. And over the wall, they dis- basically di- digitally created London yeah. from what it would look like in Oliver Twist. Sweet. So they kind of explained that. They had graphic designers and people like that the last five to seven minutes of the show. But they would have things like that. Um but so that was that was kind of cool. I remember as a kid going, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so I think a little too young for the demographic of that. Um, I was this little five year old wondering, what's what's what are they doing? <laughs> I don't understand. This is not a part of the show. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so that was that was a cool portion. I've never really seen any type of kids TV show really do that. Um, so that was a good way also to kind of give it to parents as well. Um, yeah, that show is like incredibly like educational and I think yeah. that was that was like a huge you know check mark for a lot of kids TV shows. Like I was watching uh I watched a couple of episodes of Wishbone just to get some, you know, refamiliarize myself and the one that obviously you know I'm a huge sucker for time travel stuff <laughs> and and so one of the episodes I saw was was an episode on HG Wells The Time Machine. Such a good book. Um, and, um, I was watching, I was watching the episode and, and, you know, it's Wishbone's character, you know, in the future, in this like far off future where humans have, you know, they've stopped trying to learn and things like that. And they're just all lounging around and things like that. And he calls them all indolent. And I'm like, that's a 50 cent word. (laughs) If I've ever heard. dog would know that word. (laughs) 
and and the college be- educated dog. And and the best part is after he says that in the, when they cut to the you know the actual time machine scenes, mm-hmm. then they cut back to the scenes like in real life with Joe. This particular episode, he's um, having issues with um, percentages. He's having issues with math. Don't we all? And and he's he's needing to get like at least a B on his report card. Um, because if he doesn't, then he won't be able to go to basketball tryouts. And and Here. so he's in class and um, and and basically they're talking about, you know, the idea of he's got he's gotten this calculator from his friend uh-huh. and he wants to use it in class. And, and he's like looking in his backpack for his calculator and he's lost it. He can't find it. And uh and the teacher, after this whole scene where the, where the dog has called all, all these people indolent, yeah, they're like, "Yeah, you you don't worry about the calculator. Just just think a little bit. You don't want to be indolent." In, and he explains, he's like, "It it means to be lazy," because they asked the the teacher. Apparently, the dog is more <laughs> is smarter. <laughs> Holy yeah. crap! Well, it's it's just interesting because they introduce that word and then they actually say, "Well, what's that mean?" And then they actually. Oh, so okay. there's probably there's like five six year olds around there that know what the word indolent means now. This one <laughs> because of that. My, this five year old didn't. I, this five year old was like, I didn't know. I don't. But no, it was it was a really cool episode to watch, and they and like you were talking about with the you yeah. know the end ep- of the episode where they d- they discussed how they did certain things. Um, apparently, H. G. Wells like when he describes the time machine in the book, all he says is. A shiny metallic object. Yep. That's when I read the book as a kid. That's I just let my brain go from there. My yeah. little imagination. But I'll, it, looked, it could have been a, a bullet for all I know. Yeah. <laughs> so that was their opportunity to kind of, you know, stretch their imagination, which the show is big about imagination because the dog is imagining himself in these, yeah. these situations. Yeah. Um, they were able to use their own imagination and make their own version of, of the time machine, which is actually kind of similar to the the movie version of the mm. time machine that they made, it's similar to that, but they kind of made their own spin on it. Yeah, I've never seen. I may have seen that Wishbone as a kid that show, but I read the book. The book is so good. If y'all ever have a chance, you need to read the book. All systems ready. Destination unknown. Arrival time unknown. In case of emergency, keep your hands and arms inside the vehicle and blast off. But yeah, that show overall was all about educating kids about things like that. Um, I wish kids did. I wish shows did that nowadays. That would be great. Um, actually, you know, wanting to educate kids. But yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that show, um, the episodes that I watched and what from what I remember, um, I just was really excited. It was a dog, like his puppy. You know, like that was that was all that I was thinking as a kid. Like, yeah. what's the dog doing? But I forgot how how also cool the '90s was. Where it was a good, I just all the all the outfits and stuff like that. It was like, oh wow, that's I forgot this was the '90s. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it is very, very '90s, very '90s. But yeah, I mean, they had they had Wishbone doing all sorts of different things anywhere between Mark Twain and you know yeah. there did several episodes where he was Sherlock Holmes. That's probably his very, most yeah his most I, famous is is him dressed up as Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they had tie-in books to this show oh yeah i remember having the books as a kid yeah some of them yeah i remember having some of the books as a kid um 
I don't. I just remember there was a cover of him, his his face and his little little eye. Like, oh yeah, his, they made a bunch of them like yeah. that. And yeah. they actually tied them in to the show at some point. Yeah, I, I, I'm having a memory unlocked as we're talking of, of me reading it when I was younger. Um, an unlocked within an unlocked. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah. Overall, it, it was definitely a show that would be, I would, I would definitely even watch even now just because I love, I still love reading and I still love dogs. Um, and so, but unfortunately it was very short-lived. Yeah. Like, the show only lasted two years, which is kind of the theme for good shows, because Batman the Animated Series only lasted, like, two years, and so did Justice League, and so did Justice yeah, League most, Unlimited. And show. Most TV shows <laughs> have a very limited limited shelf life in terms of their initial runs. They try to get at least to 100 episodes, because that way they can get into what's called syndication, where they can do reruns and just yeah. make money off of that. Um, but yeah, typically most TV shows don't have a super Well, the super weird thing life. is, the first season of Wishbone was like 40 episodes yeah and then like so that was 1995 1996 and 1997 wow i didn't say that right 1996 and 1997 were just like 10 episodes the Uh other 10 episodes and then you had the movie in 1998 and the real the reason why they did that is because wish they didn't think wishbone had quote-unquote merchandising potential so business they couldn't make toys they couldn't make money yeah which you know, we're all about apparently. Um, but yeah, I, which doesn't make any sense because you can't do toys with Bob Ross. I, I, Bob, come on now. Well, you, you can. Dog. You can. Now you can, but you can back down. I mean, that, w- excuse me, that was, that was, that was basically the main thrust. They would make TV shows just to make toys. Like they, they wouldn't make a show unless you can make a toy of it um, because that's where you make the money on the back end is is in merchandise and all that kind of stuff so like transformers and and all those yeah <laughs> um but uh yeah and all that kind of stuff like the the toys came first oh yeah that makes sense um i, I think back in the 90s they came up with the word toyetic like they actually made that word um you know to describe you know is this actually a something that we can make toys Will out this of? toy yeah yeah Kind of like if you, if I have, I have some tattoos and you just, you have to say, will it tattoo? Yes. Like, will it toy? <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> but yeah, unfortunately, um, they did the, they it had to end in 1997 um, and they did the, the thing that they usually do, which is make a movie um, to end everything. <clears throat> and um, yeah, so that's how they ended it. Um, and then I read a little bit more about Little Soccer. Um, he, I don't think that was his last thing that he did. Um, and he passed away in 2001, but, um, but he, he had a long life and he had a very, very good life. As that well. dog was born a few months before I was. Yeah. 1998. 1988. 19, yeah. 1988. <laughs> <laughs> Too many eights. Yeah. But yeah, 1988. To, um, 2001. to 2001. Long life. 13 years. Yeah. And he is currently buried on the, the property of yeah. his owner. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah peace soccer the dog little soccer yeah you know he's been gone for 22 years but still yeah rest in peace still yeah (laughs) but he did memory unlocked he did he did well i think his i think his mom i think i read was actually uh a like a a dog show show yeah dog dog show show. winner um crazy i can't remember if it was was it westminster I, i can't remember what it what the the big dog show yeah um 
she was a winner. So it it was in the family blood. Yes. But um, yeah, I, I was watching uh, this this short like podcast type. Well, it was a video podcast thing um, where it was actually the guy who is the uh, the guy who was in the suit for Barney. Uh, so not the guy doing his voice, but the guy in the suit. He has his own little <laughs> podcast show, Stupendous. Um, and he was he was talking with with Larry Brantley. He had him on the show. Yeah. And um, they actually shared um, costume departments. Oh. So there were people that are like, oh yeah, I know you from from Wishbone, and or, oh, cool. I know you from Barney, and that kind of stuff. So they had a lot of crossover because I'm pretty sure Barney was on PBS. Yes, too. it was. Um, so yeah, there was a lot of that crossover. That was one of the main, one of the main draws. Yep. PBS was definitely, definitely Barney. I do not think that's going to be a memory unlocked episode it, because I'd rather oh, keep that locked. Come on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't love the "I Love You, You Love Me" song? No, no you don't want to do that. I to this day I still sing. Clean up, clean exactly, up, everybody, too. everywhere. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that in the Barney bag theme song, like the um. Uh, Gizmos and gadgets and odds and ends and even some old strings. Well, we'll ask ourselves a question. Yeah. Well, be glad. Okay. <laughs> I just remember the cleanup song because my mom would always sing it and I would remember it from the show. Oh boy. Ugh. I know. <laughs> so let's let's leave that. <laughs> leave let's that back in the nineties. Where it where it where was. It yeah. Mm-hmm. I still well I still bring up Barney sometimes only because. I and millennials will know as I sometimes say break it down Barney style basically kind of make it make it stupid for someone to yeah. hate it um, <laughs> or break it down purple dinosaur style I'll say I'll say that as well but some of the newer newer generations don't understand that but I just like it because it rolls off the tongue well sure. break it down Barney style but that's the only reference I have to Barney on an everyday basis there you go <laughs> but wishbone I would like a lot more of on an everyday basis absolutely little puppies of course yes little spry Jack Russell Terrier yes all right. Was that everything you got? That is everything I have about Wishbone and everything my memory has as well. All right. What's the story, Wishbone? Well, there you have it, MU crew. There is the history, a, a little bit of a, a dive into uh, the story of a Jack Russell Terrier, a spry Jack Russell Terrier with a heart for literature. Yes. Of course. Uh, you can uh, follow us on all our socials, uh, whether that be Instagram, Facebook, uh, and any of those avenues. And you can find previous episodes via uh, our main link, link, Linktree link, link, which is linktree.com slash memoryunlockedpod. Uh, so you can definitely check us out there. Um, if you could also give us uh, a review, rate us on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcast, Spotify, yeah. any of those podcast services. Let us know what you think. Um, if you like what you hear, if you want to continue uh, this whole uh, nostalgia trip that we're on, smashing the nostalgia button, uh, just please give us a review. Um, you know, five stars is preferable. Uh, obviously, you know, give an honest review, but um, you know, it helps us uh, be seen a little bit more in the old podcast sphere. Um, you know, our little slice of internet. So definitely uh, give us a fo- uh, give us a review if you can. But with that, guys, thank you so much for listening to the episode, and congratulations, you've just experienced another Memory Unlocked. (laughs) 